Yo, 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 what it is? It's your boy Chemo, man. And it's episode 37. Counting down my top 10 NBA moments of the decade. Hey, it was some ups and downs for my favorite player, LeBron. We saw Steph Curry take the helm for a while. We saw KD make the swap. Hey, it's some crazy shit. We seen Dirk finally get a ring. We seen Kobe Bryant walk away on his own, how he, how he came in shooting. Um, so it was some great moments. Um, let's get into it. Let's count them down. All right, so my number 10 moment, man. I'm going I'm to hop straight into it. Um, I'll never forget where I was um, when, this, when this shit happened. It was the summer of um, 2010. Man, summer of 20, yeah, 2011, actually. Um, no, summer of 2010, yeah. It was summer of 2010. I was going to go to college. And um, I, I remember um, LeBron had just lost to the Boston Celtics in uh, the semifinals. And um, I just remember that summer, I was like, where's LeBron going? Where, where's LeBron going? And um, it was like right during the World Cup. Um, I remember um, it was a crazy day. USA had just won a big game. And um, ESPN did a special on it. And the guy, um, LeBron, had did it from the Boys and Girls Club. And so many people were like, hated on how he did it. I thought it was brilliant. Not only did he make money for the Boys and Girls Club, um, it was a sign of change that the athlete can be more powerful than the brand and can be more powerful than the shield. And um, LeBron was one of the first people I seen do this. So the, the announcement to go to Miami is definitely my number um, 10 moment. It changed the way how NBA players conduct business. It changed the way how NBA players um, move in the offseason. Um, it's all, it's all, it all goes back to LeBron in that moment. Um, him taking the spotlight and putting it on himself and saying, hey, I'm taking my town to South Beach. We'll go down to history. Um, like I said, it was the first time somebody had did it like that. Um, in the 90s, Shaq did something like that during the Olympics, but it wasn't broadcasted like how LeBron did it. So, to me, that was major. And um, it showed how the player had, can, the player can and will um, make his own destiny and his own decision. So, that was dope. That's my number 10 moment, the, the um, announcement of LeBron going to Miami. Um, my number nine moment of the decade in the NBA um, was definitely um, – the OKC Thunder, the Thunder Buddies, when they first came together, um, I thought that was dope. Um, they finally got to the finals in 2013, and they fell to um, Miami and LeBron, who, who was fresh off losing the finals to the Mavs. And um, that team, that was one. Of, that was the first time I seen a young team like do their damn thing, and it, it was it was the signs that like it was like I said it was once again it was a um, it was like a fucking. Um, it was like a sign of the times, like the times were changing. Young guys were on the rise. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, um, Jeff Green, those guys, they were tough, man. And they, um, um, Nick Collins, and they pushed Miami to six games, or five games. Um, so didn't, didn't nobody even think they would get a game. They won game one, as a matter of fact. And um, everybody was like, oh shit, LeBron, he, KD won the finals game before you. Um, damn, LeBron, like KD didn't won the finals game before you have. Like, or um, on the brink of winning the finals before you have. Like, damn, dude, what's up? So, um, that was a good ass um, team, and it showed how, um, it, like I said, it showed the future. Kevin Durant is now, um, he has two rings. Um, Harden and Westbrook have both won MVPs collectively in their own teams. Um, so it's pretty dope to see how the, those guys went from being um, teenagers and young young men to where they are now in the NBA. And that was a great team. Um, so shout out to OKC Thunder, that that class, um, 2013 Thunder. That was a great team, and like I said, it was crazy when they traded Harden and they picked Ibaka over Harden. 
I'll never understand that move, but hey, it happened, and um, the rest is history. So, number nine moment of the decade is when the OKC Thunder um, were at their peaks, and um, they were they were one of the best teams of the decade. So, shots of Thunder. All right, my number eight moment. I'm gonna have to go with the uh, Golden State Warrior dynasty. Um, I know y'all would say that's pretty high, but I just I don't know. I, I respect it. I didn't like it, but I respect it. So, um, for them, how they how they took the um, Spurs to the brink in 2013, um, took them to and um, kind of got um, lost to the Clippers in 14, then 15, and just took the fuck off. Um, from 2015 to 2019, three championships. Um, so. Uh, shout out to Steph Curry. He changed the game. Um, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, the Warriors did it the right way. They they built through the draft. And for them to go on the run, they went on. I mean, you got to respect it. Like, um, they, 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 they demolished teams. They um they changed the NBA. Look at where LeBron, LeBron has moved twice since the Warriors dynasty. Um, Kevin Durant gave up his own – his own throne and own place to come join them after losing to them. Um, Russell Westbrook has moved on to Houston. Um, James Harden lost to them numerous times in the playoffs. Could never get over the hump. Um, it, it was, it was. It, they had a run. They um, had some dust up with the Spurs, but got through, got through them. Um, they sent Kawhi to the East. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the like the Warriors took out some teams, man. They they beat the uh, um, Trail Blazers. Blazers haven't beat them in the playoffs yet this decade, in the last decade, this, decade, look, this past decade. Um, so yeah, look, like the Warriors, they a lot of teams fell to them, man. Um, the the battles with LeBron and Cleveland in the finals, um, the one year they blew the three one lead. They they've seen the peaks and the valleys, and the most recent valley was losing to the Raptors. Why they lost? Um, why Kawhi got his revenge from how they sent him up? Like I said, they hurt Kawhi. Um, him like Kawhi and the Warriors had some history. They hurt him um, and ended his career at the Spurs, and for him to come back and beat them and how he did in this decade, that was that was poetic. So um, and we see now they may be bad now, but like I said, that's that's just that's that's expected when you reign for so long. You're going to have a valley. So um, shout out to the um, 2015, 2014, 2019 Warriors. Um, like I said, three championships in five years, not bad. They, those guys are amazing. I'm, I'm pretty sure Clay Steph, Clay Steph will be back next year and better. Um, hey, winners fatigue happens, man. But um, y'all are definitely one of the best teams of the decade. And shout out to the Warriors. All right, I gotta get into it, man. Um, my favorite moment of the decade. Well, my my number seven moment of the decade is uh, LeBron going back to Cleveland. Um, definitely one of the um, one of the most inspirational moments. Um, I, th- I I thought he would stay in Miami when it happened. I didn't know he would go back to Cleveland, so it was crazy when he decided to go back home. Um, and once again, he did it his own way. Um, he he did it. He announced it, and it was big. And um, and he did he did his thing, and he went back there and he made his promise. He said he was gonna bring Cleveland the ring, and he brought him a ring. He got Kevin Love, he got J.R. Smith, he got Iman Shumpert. Um, they, they had they had a, they they had a nice little run in Cleveland. They had some dust ups with the Warriors four straight summers. Um, he got them three out of one time. So shout out to LeBron. From keeping his word and going back to Cleveland and bringing that city his first championship. 
Um, that block will go down in history. Um, the the forty point games, the the like, it, it was it was amazing being down three one and coming back and winning. Um, it was it was a sight to see, and it gave me the inspiration to be the man I need to be for my hometown. And, and a lot of people are on the hometown hero shit now. So um, shout out to LeBron for keeping his promise and going back home and um, getting the ring with Kyrie and Caleb and those guys. And um, like I said, it was one of the better moments of the decade for the NBA. It definitely put um. It broke the curse for Cleveland. They haven't had a championship in years, um, decades. So um, for him to do that in 2016, it was a magical summer. It was a magical run. One of the best um, teams in NBA history, in my opinion. Um, they beat the 73-9 Warriors. So that's all. I mean, what more can you say? You beat the 73-9 Warriors being out 3-1, and you brought your city your first championship. The Cleveland, LeBron owes Cleveland, Ohio shit. My number seven moment of the decade. Shout out LeBron. All right, my number, my sixth favorite moment of the decade in the NBA was Kobe's retirement game. Um, that was one of the most, like, if you could write a movie script, like how, how you're supposed to retire, like that shit was crazy. Um, he scored 60 fucking points in his final game, and he did it in, like, game-winning fashion, so... That's how you go out. That's how you do it. It do, it doesn't get no better than that. Um, it 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 was like I said, it was a sight to see. Um, for the jazz, they asked the jazz players like, "Dude, um, were y'all like, were y'all trying to let him score?" It was like, "No, man. Like he was going fucking nuts." And the, uh, my favorite thing that happened, though, was when they showed all the celebrities and they were, like, going nuts in the stands. Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, Diddy, all those guys. Um, um, Chris Rock. Like, it, it was hilarious. Like, the, the, the Lakers, they, 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 they sent the mumba out right. Uh, those gun guys, they were, they, were, uh, they, were, they were terrible, but they did Kobe justice, and he went out with a bang for sure. So, um... It was like I said, it was a sight to see, and um, I'll never forget where I was when I watched that game. And um, shout out to the Mumba. I hated Kobe a lot, but I knew he was the best. <laughs> and um, now that he's retired and not giving my teams the blues, I can definitely appreciate the Mumba and say that was one of my favorite moments of the decade. Um, went out on his own terms, putting up straight buckets. So uh, shout out to Kobe. Um, that was a great. Like I said, that was, that was how you ended, man. That was, that was, it was amazing. That's how you ended. And um, shout out to the Mumble. That's my number um, six favorite, well, my sixth favorite moment of the decade. All right, my fifth favorite moment of this decade was this past summer. Um, Kawhi Leonard going nuts in the playoffs. <laughs> um, for the last, what, damn, what? 15 years, 16 years, there's been one man that's reigned terror in the playoffs. That was LeBron. Then you had Boston and those type of teams, Detroit or whatever. But it was one guy that you always knew would cause terror in the playoffs, and it was LeBron. Um, but when he went west to the Lakers last year, um, a new hero arrived. And um, it was a couple heroes arrived. You had the Joel Embiid's. Um, you had your you know, the MVP guy, Anthony Kumpo, But nobody counted. Nobody, I, people know people know Kawhi Leonard is great, but nobody knew he was going to scorch teams in the playoffs like how he did, from game winners to to dunks to like it, it was 
This it was one of the most single like it was some Jordan shit for real. Like it was amazing to watch. For the way how he manhandled Guy Anderson in the ECF to how they sent um Joe Embiid crying in the locker room in the EC, in the semifinals to how they lost game one to the Magic. Everybody was like, oh, shit, here we go again. For the record, the Raptors, this is their first year winning a game one in the playoff series with Kawhi. So that was crazy. For them to lose game one versus the Magic, everybody was like, oh, shit, here we go again. Then for them to just tear through the playoffs how they did, it was it was it paid off for um, Ujiri and the Raptors for how they traded DeRozan to um, the Spurs and got him. Like, it, it was a gamble, and it paid off. And, um, and Kawhi showed why he was elite. Um, the numbers were crazy. He was putting up double doubles, triple doubles. Like it was ridiculous, man. And um, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite moments of the decade. Um, I remember somebody wrote on Twitter, "He's blasting the African continent right now," <laughs> and he literally sent some of the best, like some of the best players in the world crying. Um, it, like I said, and then he ended the Warriors dynasty. Like shout out to Kyle Lowry and those guys and um, Siakam. Like, let's not get it twisted. The Raptors had a good-ass team. Kyle Lowry, Siakam, Mark Gasol, um, um, damn, uh, Danny Green. Um, they had a, they had a good-ass team. But Kawhi was definitely the – when it came down to who could get a bucket when the game got tight, when it came down who could get a stop when the game got tight, it was Kawhi. Every time. Every time. So, um, that was a sight to see. And hopefully we see more heroes – um, rise to the occasion in the playoffs like that, and shout out to Kawhi in Toronto. Um, the mercenary deal paid off. He got y'all the ring. Got Canada and Toronto their first ever ring, the first international team to win the championship. Um, so yeah, he he once again another guy delivering home, delivering what he said he was going to do, and he delivered. So hats off to Kawhi and that historic run this summer with the Raptors. All right, my number four favorite moment of the decade in the NBA has it also comes from this summer. Um, it was it it, it was hilarious because this thing has been going on for years since Damian Lillard came in the NBA. Um, him and Russell Westbrook beef is real. Um, they both um, come from solidified, prominent black neighborhoods, and they both have affiliations. So um, it's it's a real deal, and they're both pride prideful, and um, this is not the only beef that Westbrook has in the NBA besides Patrick Beverly. Matter of fact, we're gonna include that into this. Um, but the the insanity of Westbrook from averaging triple doubles to dunking on people, the aggression. But there's always been this thing where he had with Damian Lillard, and it came to a head this year in the playoffs in the first round. Um, it was pretty hilarious, matter of fact, because. It went six games, and a month before the playoffs, these two met in OKC, and um, that night the Thunder got the clip. The Blazers pretty good. The Blazers were like they're ranked that they're like top three most of the year, top four most of the year. Blazers, the Thunder was at the top at the bottom, so they ended up meeting the playoffs. Before that, what's the rich book told, told Damian Lewis? I've been busting your ass for years, busting your ass, busting your ass, and I'm gonna continue to bust your ass. So, Damien, he held on to that shit to the playoffs. And it came down to a game-time moment where the series was on the line. And Paul George is guarding Damien Lillard. Lillard is good from 40 feet. He's, he's Steph Curry range. He's good from 40 feet. Paul George 
being Paul George, like, okay, I can get there. Fuck it. Time is winding down. Two, three, two, one. Damian let the, let that shit go, and it's, it's all net. Game over. I'll holler. He ended the Thunder dynasty. That was it. No more Westbrook in OKC. I'm going to Houston to play with my buddy James Harden. They ended up, okay. So Damian Lillard sending in Russell Westbrook, packing and ending that dynasty, and ending the beef between him and Westbrook was definitely um, one of my favorite moments. It, it it was the way he looked at the camera, the way he waved, like that beef over. Next subject, next victim, Westbrook, or next person. You have nothing else to say to Damian Lillard. So that, that was um that was dope. And um, shout out to Portland. They finally got to the Western Conference, didn't win the game, but they got there. They finally got to the Western Conference Finals. Um, shout out to them. They had a great season. Um, so um, Dame Dollar um, in Portland. That's my number um, four favorite moment of the decade, man, this summer. Shout out to Portland. All right, my number three moment of the decade is the duel between the Heat and the Spurs. When I say that was premium NBA Finals basketball, man, that was some of the best shit I've ever seen in my life. From the Spurs going up 3-2, and they're, they're about to eliminate Miami, and they're down by 6-7 with, like, 18 seconds left, and they're missing free throws, and Miami's chipping away. And to the to the shot Ray Allen hit over Tony Parker, to to the game seven when LeBron went nuts, and he finally got his first um, um, second ring, to, um, to 2014 when the Spurs turned the AC off on LeBron in game one, and he catching cramps in game one and game two, to them getting their revenge that summer, and Kawhi clamping LeBron. That was some good-ass basketball. Um, I wish the Spurs and the Heat would have played, would have met some more. I wish LeBron would have stayed in Miami maybe two more years, then went to Cleveland. But um, that was some good-ass basketball, man. Um, of course, 13 was my favorite because LeBron won, but 14 was pretty damn good, too. Um, the Spurs won a mission. They weren't bullshitting with the um, Heat. D Wade was looking like he was on the back end. Um, Bosch couldn't. Bosch was ineffective. They just they knew they 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 had unfinished business and they finished that shit from the year before. Um, I remember the year before though, 2013. Tim Duncan. I, just, I I thought I thought it was over. Tim Duncan was killing Chris Bosch like it was. He was going nuts. And then um, they got complacent and started missing free throws. Um, Kawhi had locked LeBron up the whole damn series. But, I mean, locked, locked him up, but he played excellent defense the whole damn series. And for LeBron to come back in game seven and bury those jumpers and hit those floaters, the shots they said he couldn't make, um, he was, he was, he was, it was game. It was money. It was money every time. Like, and, and for him to get that second ring, it was great. Um, it's great to watch. I remember the first meeting versus OKC was like, okay, those are young guys. Y'all been here. Y'all blew the first one in 11. Okay, you won in 12. But 13, it made it solid. LeBron was the best player in the fucking planet. He beat a San Antonio Spurs team that was loaded. Um, he delivered to Miami. He brought them two rings. Um, that, that solidified his time there. So, it was a it was a good four year run in Miami and the Spurs. It was a good couple years for them also for them um, for them to catch LeBron like that in fourteen and win it. It was it was dope to see. So um, definitely one of my favorite moments of the decade. Even the revenge series the next year. 
Um, Kawhi got MVP. Um, utterly blasted. Like, uh, uh, it was, he was disrespectful the whole series, dunking on folks. Um, Manny Ginobili going nuts. Um, Patty Mills. Of course, Tim Duncan. That was a good team. So, shout out to San Antonio and shout out to Miami for putting on that great exhibition of NBA Finals basketball those two summers. Um, 13, I won a lot of money. 14, I lost a lot of money on them guys. So, that's what's up, man. Um, that's my number. Um, three moment of a decade. And shout out to those guys. And shout out to the fan bases of Miami Heat and San Antonio Spurs. Okay, my number two moment of the decade is definitely game seven of the 2016 NBA Finals. Um, when I say that was an amazing basketball game that I can watch over and over and over again, and I, I have and I do, I probably watch it ten times a year now. Um, the the up and down of the game from the Warriors jumping out to the Cavs jumping out to the Cavs like leading the whole way and the Warriors taking the lead at the end and the J.R. Smith run, then the block by LeBron, then the shot by Kyrie, then K Love playing defense on step like what more can you ask for? It was a good ass game. Um it, it it showed the grit of Cleveland and the greatness of LeBron. Um, for those guys to be down 3-1 and have to battle back how they did to still have fight for game seven, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, that block by LeBron, that was the loudest I ever screamed in my life. The shot by Kyrie was I made the nastiest stink face I ever made in my life. Um, it was it was a great game. It was a great game. And it, it definitely solidified LeBron as the greatest player in the world. Like, once again, he took out a 73-9 Warrior team that was up three games to one with the supposedly best player in the world and a, and a lights-out lethal shooter and a, a mean, powerful point forward. Like, they, they were loaded. That was the best Warriors in Iguodala. The year before, Iguodala had damn Clint LeBron up and won finals MVP. Like, it was... It was, it was something to see. It was a sight to see, man. So, shout out to um, the Cavs and the Warriors for their game seven. And, like I said, the, the LeBron, the, the chase down will live in history. It's, it's one of the greatest defensive plays ever. The shot by Kyrie will live down in history. It's one of the greatest game-winning shots in NBA Finals history. Um, people forget one of my favorite moments in the game. The Warriors had went on like a 9-0 run. The Cavs were down by like 11 with maybe um, two minutes to go. And J.R. Smith went on a fucking 8-0 run by himself. <laughs> like, people forgot about that shit. Like, it's, it's that, those types of moments that I remember that made the big moments happen. Um, from Kevin, Kevin Love D'ing up Steph Curry. You're not going to see that anymore. Like, you'll never see that again. I don't think Steph Curry will ever let anybody power forward play defense or something like that at the end of the game. Like, it was crazy, man. It was a crazy ending. Loved it. Um, Richard Jefferson dunking on Clay Thompson. Like, it was, it was a great it was a great game. One of the best games I've ever seen. And um, it'll go down in history. Probably it's the best game seven ever, in my opinion. So, shout out to the 2016 Cavs and Warriors, man. I, my favorite moment of the decade has to be um, has to be LeBron James going to LA. 
I know. I mean, you know the theme has been LeBron. Like he's my favorite player, but him going to LA definitely altered the NBA timeline. You saw the shifts happening. Um, Kawhi comes to LA. To KD goes to Toronto. Westbrook comes to Houston. CP3 goes to OKC. Paul George comes to LA. Um, Kimba Walker goes to Boston. Kyrie goes to Brooklyn. Like this by far was one of like what LeBron did last summer made everybody refigure their careers and make the best decisions for them this summer. And once again, he changed the way how the game is played. And he, I mean, how the game is made and how players can team up, how players can choose, pick and choose where they want to go. Um, and he did it again. Look, Anthony Davis came to L.A. Like, it's, it's fucking Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the same team. So um, that's my favorite moment of the decade going into the, um, the 20s. Um, LeBron set himself up for his career to be at least another – six, maybe seven years to be real because like, the Lakers are going to get better. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a free agent next year. I'm pretty sure they're going to make a play at him. Um, there, there are other great players that are coming up in free agency. Klay Thompson is going to – he he redid a deal. But, like, you, I mean, you never know, man. That's the thing of the NBA. That's why it's one of the greatest leagues in the world behind um, FIFA and NFL. Uh, I mean, up there with FIFA and NFL. They, you never know what players are going to do. Um, the NFL is pretty more solid, but they put out a great product. Um, but NFL, but NBA and FIFA, you never know what players are going to do. And LeBron being a premier player and him having that, that mysterious, like, vibe on him all the time, you never know what he's going to do. Just this past decade, he's been on Miami, Cleveland, and now L.A. Miami, Cleveland, and L.A. Like, so you, you see where I'm going with this. Sky's the limit. The NBA is going to get better. It's going to get bigger. This they may be playing teams in Europe soon. So LeBron going to LA definitely um, changed the landscape of the NBA for the next twenty years. I can say that, well, maybe 10, 20 years for sure. Um, my favorite moment of the decade: LeBron being a Laker and getting eighty to come out there with him. That's that. That's my top ten, man. All right, so that's my top ten, man. Um, Hope y'all enjoyed it, and um, let's see, episode 38, we got uh, the top 10 albums of the year for show, and then um, episode 39, my homeboy's going to do his grills thing, and then episode 40, we coming at y'all with the NCAA football playoff edition tomorrow, so a couple episodes dropping for show, be on the lookout on Spotify and Anchor. And Apple, and thank y'all for vibing with us. This has been an amazing year. This is only year one, man, and we've done a lot that I didn't think that we could do, and it's only going to get better, so stay tuned. This is The Break Hip Hop. Preach.